tweet at SFM Radio and at Udo Karosa. Let's now just quickly return to uh, a story from yesterday because we promised the South African Red Cross Society uh, that we will come back to a process that is unfolding now. We understand that there is money available for people whose houses were destroyed by the floods in KZN. And just to help us understand how victims can access the funds for reconstruction, we welcome back to the Red Cross, uh, to the radio station rather, the Red Cross uh, KZN Provincial Manager, Siamonga Flatswire. Uh, Sia, good morning. Welcome back to the show. Good morning to you uh, and the listeners, and thank you. Very good to have you on, Siabonga. Firstly, how much money is there, and where does this money come from? Okay, um, as the Red Cross Society, we are having our international um, uh, movement partners, which is the IFRC, as well as the uh, IFRC. That's the International Federation of the Red Cross. Mm -hmm. Um, As we have been mobilizing uh, and conducting assessments in the communities. We have been sharing reports with them, um, and they have been able to mobilize international funds, and they have funded the, the, the cash and voucher assistance that we are going to be uh, implementing or using as our model of response. So so who's entitled to funds, and, and what should that funds be used for? Uh, the, 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 all the beneficiaries whom are displaced currently are the first priority uh, into receiving the funding. Uh, and also, when maybe we have covered all of the, of the displaced um, beneficiaries, that we will look into another criteria that will uh, ensure that the, also the most affected will benefit uh, from the funding. So there are people who are displaced, they are, they are sitting in institutions right now, and they will get help directly, but there are also people who I suppose have made other plans uh, in terms of what they do in the interim. How can they apply for that funding? Okay, um, we have been uh, compiling a database, a database of, of people that are affected as we are conducting the assessments. Yeah. Uh, and also we are rating uh, how, how the, those that qualify according to the damages as I've just said, that uh, the, the priority it is the ones that are actually displaced. Then we will look at um, the damage as we go on after we have covered all of those uh, that are displaced currently. So how are people going to access that assistance then? Because yesterday when we spoke, you said you were hoping for people to get in touch with you. Yes, um, as as we have been working in the community centers and also working with uh, the disaster management, we are accessing and, and, and collecting the, the information with the disaster management centers. But they can contact us directly on, on, on our contact numbers and we can organize uh, a team that will conduct assessment and ensure that they, they, they qualify for, for the funding and then they can be added into the list. Okay, so so typically, what do you, what are you as the uh, the Red Cross uh, society looking to to do in terms of rebuilding? Are, are you going to sort of build houses from the ground up, or are you looking just to to fix where where fixing is possible? What we are we are aiming to do, which is actually for 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 the longest of time. As uh, humanitarian organizations, we have been actually taking decisions in terms of uh, what relief is is needed by people, of which it is actually uh, not fair to the mm. beneficiaries. So right now we are giving the beneficiaries a power 
to be able to to buy or purchase what they see as their needs. So we are going to put a condition of prioritizing the rebuilding uh, of, of uh, the damaged households, and that is the condition that is going to be coming with uh, our our funding. And the beneficiaries themselves, the money will be paid to the beneficiaries, and they will take a decision to rebuild their uh, houses or um, see maybe if they have to, they want to buy some material to maybe uh, repair their households, but it is in their power. All right, uh, just just hang on the line there. Our listeners are getting in touch with us early this morning, and in particular about the work that you guys are doing in KZN. So just listen out to this one. Morning, morning, Mr. Udo. It's Freddy, the truck driver. Mr. Udo, you know, there's a lot of people who want to help the people in Devon. And your guy from Richards Bay, yesterday he gave in a number. And I had some water that I wanted to give the people of Devon. I had 25 liters of water as part of my contribution, since every driver is buying water. So the guys from Red Cross, Umazulu from uh, Devon, she said she was going to come to Richards Bay to collect the water. Uh, these guys are dedicated. Thank you so much. Thank you so much uh, to the guys in Deben of Red Cross. Nice one. Nice one. It must be encouraging to hear those sorts of comments. And, and, and Siabonga, I've just been thinking now, if you are going to do an assessment and, and flood victims say to you, you know, Mr. Tlatswayo, I, I need desperately to rebuild here. This is what I need to go and get as materials. I'm, I'm just wondering, are you open to, to people offering their services if they've got construction skills to come and help in that process? Uh, yes. Uh, actually, the, the the whole goal of uh, of the cash and watch assistance, which is that we are actually uh, injecting cash into communities. This community does not only go to uh, the beneficiaries, because the beneficiaries are also going to be using the market, uh, the, the market to purchase the goods that they need. They are also going to be hiring the local, um, maybe builders. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, it's, it's actually creating uh, some job opportunities at the same time, and also um, the, supporting the local businesses and all of that. So, in the time like this, we actually need some cash injection and cash circulation in the local communities. So this is uh, not the first time we are implementing this program. Uh, last year when there, were the, when there was an urban unrest, our model of response also was giving cash to those that were, uh, were severely affected. And, and it, it, it uh, proves itself to be very effective because we were actually getting response from the beneficiaries, getting videos where people are saying, Actually, food was not my priority, mm. as many organizations would decide that uh, whenever someone is in a crisis uh, or is in a disastrous situation, the first thing that you do, you want to give them food. But they were able to, to, to purchase what they really needed and what would uh, even be traceable, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like a traceable relief. Uh, even to to their life, that's something that they'll just utilize today, and then tomorrow it's no longer there. No, I got you. I got you. And in fact, it's it's the the way that many countries go about their housing process. You you give people the choice, 
in terms of how they want to live and what they need. And then if the funds are there, uh, you make it available. But, but listen, thank you very much for the conversation this morning. And I'm glad that we brought you back on again. Just give us that one contact number, as you said, for people who still need to get in touch with you. I know you've assessed. I know you, you guys have people on your list. But that one contact number for people who think they should be on that list, just to be able to check with you. Zero seven six two two three eight four yeah two five. Fantastic. Siabonga Hlatswayo, uh, KZN Provincial Manager for the South African Red Cross Society. Thank you very much for your time this morning. That number 076-223-8425. We have posted it on our timeline as well, so simply look out for uh, the handle at the Weekend View. And like I said, mine uh, is at Udo Carl's essay, and you will see that uh, those contact details there as well.